What is up? What is up? What is up, everybody? Welcome to the Black Box, the show where we unpack, unbox, and unwrap everything black. I am your host, Big C. How y'all doing today, y'all? I'm not gonna lie, I'm a little excited today because it is my birthday. That's right, it's my birthday today, y'all. I'm I'm real old. I'm real real old. I'm not gonna give away my age, 24, because you know women just don't do that. <laughs> but Yesterday is my birthday, and I couldn't think of a better way to start it off than, of course, giving y'all y'all black review, giving us this black review today. But before we get into all that, how are y'all doing today? I hope y'all are having a fantabulous, a fabulous, a fantastical Friday, because I know I am, okay? I'm alive. The Lord allowed me to see another year on this earth, 24 rotations around the sun, baby. I am blessed and highly favored, so I hope everybody is having a good day. I'm sending all my good birthday vibrations all my good positive energy to anyone not having a good day i hope y'all have a good day today um i'm just really super excited today y'all because we are getting into one of my favorite episodes of bridgerton i really really loved episode i believe this is episode six that we're about to review even though it was like one of those like hard episodes i feel like um this episode in particular is you know it's important to the show it's vital to the show so i absolutely love the black review we're about to get into today and also since it is my birthday if y'all want to send your girl a little something something i don't care if it's a dollar two dollars four dollars if you want to send me 24 dollars 42 dollars you know my age it don't matter i will gladly take it my cash app is c-i-a-r-a-a-a-a-p that's me. <laughs> Go ahead and drop a little magic up in there if you want to for your girl's birthday. But before we get into the black reviews today, y'all already know we got to get into this hot box news, the hot news around town, what's going on with the girls, the guys, the gays, and the days, okay? So, first off, for hot box news, it was just a very good week for music dropping. I will say that. Um, for those of y'all who don't know, Megan Thee Stallion, she dropped her, uh, video for Cry Baby, her song Cry Baby, which is featuring the baby. Uh, she, she dropped her video, uh, Wednesday night, I believe. Yes, she dropped her video Wednesday night on YouTube at 8.30 p.m. She also, I think she went live, I think before and after the video dropped. She went live, and I'm not gonna lie, y'all, the video was super, super cute. Of course, y'all already know the baby was in it. Even though he wasn't in it that much, his parts, of course, were cute. Um, and also, uh, the video had Blame It On Quay, a.k.a. T.T. If you don't know who T.T. is, he's like a, a funny, uh, I guess, Instagram-like personality. And now he's like a restaurateur. Like, he owns Crab Queens, I believe, in Houston, Texas. And he has a Crab Queens in L.A. But everybody knows Blame It On Quay for, like, the funny videos he used to do on Vine and on Instagram. You know, that's where he made his coin, but now he's all up in the girls videos nowadays but uh blame it on quay was also in the crybaby video and the uh, video obviously you know it's called crybaby so i think she was going for a more whimsical childlike theme and the video very much gave toy story vibes i love the video i thought the video was absolutely adorable so cute megan's looks of course on point my favorite look probably was the blonde wig that she had on it was like straight blonde wig with the uh, Chinese cut bang, oh my god, 
such a cute look such such, such a cute look i had to had to stutter such, such, such a cute look yes i love that look and i also love her little floral look that she had on she was giving very um she was giving very like Hawaii Barbie. I see what she was trying to give. She was giving, she was giving Barbie. She was giving like Life in Plastic is fantastic. We love to see it. So it 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 uh did the video uh did actually really good in numbers. I believe in the first, I think like 24 hours of it being up, I think it had like 890k views. So congratulations on that. I know people be trying to break the Nikki record for our views in a day, the Ariana record, but 89 893k views. That's that's amazing. So congratulations to Megan on the success. I know it was number one trending um the day or the next day, the Thursday it dropped. Everybody was talking about it. It was all on my timeline on Twitter and everything. So I hope y'all run it up because the video was really good. Y'all already know the song. Everybody knows the crybaby challenge that went viral on TikTok. So hopefully the video just blow it up even more and we get her to that number one. As we should, hotties. As we should. So that's what's going on with Miss Megan. And speaking of another artist dropping, Miss Cardi B, she dropped a new song and video as well. This past weekend, Cardi made a video on her IG claiming that she had an announcement. She made a short little video in her house saying she had an announcement where she was just looking cute and she walked down some stairs and she played a little bit of a song and, you know, she just was hinting to people that she got an announcement. A lot of fans already knew that she was, you know, assuming that they were uh that she was gonna drop some music and she did. I think the very next day, um she announced that she was releasing a new song and video today, this Friday, on this glorious day. You see, you see the good things that happen on February fifth. You you see the blessings that happen on February fifth. I know y'all see it. So, she announced that she was releasing a new song and video, and the song is called Up, which, you know, I was like, okay, up, all right, short, sweet, to the point. So, she dropped the video last night, I believe, um, for Texas time. I don't know why I can't, I never know time zones, y'all, but for Texas time, she the video dropped at 10.30 p.m., and she also did a live on YouTube and everything like that. So I saw the video, I listened to the song, and I have to say, I, li I like the song. The song is very, you know, cute, it's catchy. I know it's going to be on TikTok all over the place. The video, though, oh my God, the video... One thing about it, two things for sure, Cardi's going to come with the look. She's going to come with the look, she's going to come with the concept. And I appreciate that about her because, you know... There is some drama. I'm not drama. There's no drama with Cardi. I I love Cardi. You know, she's an amazing artist. But, you know, we all barbs over here. Point blank, period. So, I be feeling a way when I say good things about Cardi. But I shouldn't. You know, I support all girls in the music industry. And Cardi did the thing. The video was absolutely amazing. Cardi uh gave choreo. She was giving looks. I was like, okay. Like I said, the song was really good as well. So, Cardi ate it up per usual i mean feel how you want to feel about the girl she eats it up sometimes i'm not even gonna lie to you but congratulations to cardi i don't know how many views hers um had i think in the first it, i think it, it hasn't been 24 hours since she dropped it's only been like a few hours not a few but you know a good amount of hours but i don't know how many views she has garnered yet but i already know y'all know barty gang run it up all the way up so Congratulations to Cardi on her new song and her new video. I hope it gets popping. I hope her and Megan are on the charts as they should be, period. Next up for Hotbox News, 
y'all Trey songs and his leaky leaked video Lord have mercy so this past Wednesday a very risque video of singer Trey songs was leaked on the interwebs and the ladies went crazy for those of y'all who did not see the video I I saw the video ciao all I have to say is baby um if you don't know what that means you too grown get up off this chair I mean, you too you too young get up off this channel but i saw the video and child child i mean i i'm just i've i've never been like a girl to just oh faint over trey songs but child i will say the man is blessed let me just put it like that and i'm gonna leave it at that because this is not that kind of show but he blessed and you know after the whole internet went in a tailspin about the leaked video and trey songs and his little friend well it ain't oh let me be quiet child let me be quiet but after the internet saw the video uh it it blew up it went crazy people was dm and trey songs hey big head like it was just so y'all are so funny black people just can't can't take nothing serious, can't hold nothing. Like, we are just hilarious. And even Mr. Trigger Trey himself, Mr. Trey Songs, he was feeling all of the attention that the video garnered. He even took a couple pictures where he was, you know, acting like he was looking at his phone, shocked to see the video. He's not shamed at all. He even posted a little video of him walking. It was a song, I think, in the background. He was like, I walk with a lead because my real big or something like that i was like child we do not need to give trace we do not need to blow this man's head up no more no more no more but yes so that's what's going on with trey songs child he he don't seem too bothered by it he actually is welcoming the attention from the video so gonna do what you do mr trigger trey and last but not least for the hotbox news i do uh for the for the month of february during hotbox news i do want to give like a little bit of like good black history news even if it's not black history just kind of like black goings ons or whatever in the month of february so for my black goings ons for the month of february for those of y'all who don't know disney plus is going to release the brandy version of cinderella oh my god yes claps round of applause yes brandy announced on her instagram that disney plus will be dropping her version of cinderella y'all if you have not seen the brandy version of cinderella where it has um brandy in it it has whitney houston whoopi goldberg it has um the woman who just recently died, I'm always call her Nisi. Nisi from Babs, it has her in it. It has Bernadette Peters in it, who is very well known in the Broadway community, uh, the theater community. If you have not seen the Brandy version of Cinderella, you are missing out. This was like a monumental moment as far as like Disney princesses were concerned because, you know, of course the original Cinderella, she is white. But, you know, Brandy was like the first princess, the first you know black african-american woman to play a princess and she happened to play cinderella and i'm not gonna lie brandy's a version of cinderella is probably my favorite cinderella of them but like, well there are other cinderella sequels and the original but of course i love the one with brandy you know from the songs to the whitney houston appearance to the start like the cast just was very crazy like they didn't care how whoopi goldberg who is a black woman and her white husband made an asian baby like 
like nobody was worried about that. We were just all happy to see people of color in a in a in a fairy tale movie. We were just so happy to see it. So if you have not seen the brandy version of Cinderella, y'all please go check that out. It is dropping on Disney Plus February 12th. I'm so so excited about that. It is one of my favorite childhood movies, and I cannot wait to watch it over and over and over and over and over again until Disney Plus take it off. Like it's gonna get watched once a week. Till Disney take it off. I'm, I'm so sorry. But that is my black goings on uh, for Hotbox News. And that'll wrap up Hotbox News, y'all. That's all I got for y'all today. It was a little spicy. I'm glad the girls dropped some music. Because, baby, we got to start the year off. We got to start it off right. We got we to gotta hit it and hit it hard, okay? So, without further ado, let's get into this black review. Oh, yes. Give me the snaps. Give me the snaps. Let me know you're ready. Give me the snaps. Yes. Okay. So, Y'all already know we're getting into Bridgerton episode 6. Episode 6 of Bridgerton was titled Swish. And the overview for episode 6 Swish goes as follows. On her honeymoon, Daphne discovers just how uninformed she is about the physical aspects of the marital bed. Hmm. Colin comes to a decision about Marina. Ciao. Just trigger warning right here, right now. So I don't need nobody coming for me in the comments, coming for me on my in my DMs. I don't need nobody coming for me, child. Episode six was a lot, a lot, a lot of sex. There was a lot of sexual activity going on in episode six. Y'all, y'all already know what goes down on people's honeymoons. If you don't know what goes on, go in and ask your mama, go ask your daddy, ask them what happens on honeymoon, and hopefully. If you're old enough, they will tell you. But baby, a lot be going on in the honeymoon phase. And let me just tell you right now, Daphne and Simon, they, they got it on. They got it on and popping So, <laughs> I'm just going to tell y'all that right now. It was it was a lot of sex. A lot, a lot of sex. But we're going to get into that later. So, first, let's get into these pros, shall we? My first pro, even though this was one of my, uh, I will say this. Sorry for the going back and forth. But even though this was one of my favorite episodes of the season, I don't have a lot of pros or a lot of cons because, you know, not, you know, to discredit the episode because there was so much to like about the episode, but I didn't want to just drown y'all in pros and cons. So I wanted to specifically focus on the the pros and cons that really drew my attention, that really hooked me into the story and things like that. So if you're like, oh, well, if it was your favorite episode, why you don't have a lot of pros and cons? It's because there were so many that I could have said. I just didn't want to overpower y'all with all like i mean from from the beginning to the end of the episode i could have a pro for each scene each second but i did not want to do that to y'all because y'all know i will y'all know i'll write a pro down for anything a pro a con down for anything but i did not want to do that to y'all so i just picked my pros and cons based off of what really garnered my attention what really captured me in the episode so I wouldn't overwhelm y'all with all the pros and cons and this, that, and the third. So if it's not a lot, that's why. Okay. 
I digress. <laughs> so, my first pro is Daphne and Simon's honeymoon phase. Like I said, y'all, it was a lot of sexual activity in here in this episode. And I was not mad at it because, you know, that's what newlyweds do. That's what people expect newlyweds to do. And Daphne and Simon are just giving the people what they expect and what they want. Okay? Simon was tearing the thing up. Daphne was enjoying it. That's that's all there is to it. You feel what I'm saying? That's, that's all there is to it. They was doing what newlyweds do. They was christening their castle okay okay young people okay old people that's all it was that's all it was and I I I didn't enjoy let me be quiet I enjoyed it I enjoyed the scene or whatever I enjoyed them enjoying each other or whatever so yeah Daphne and Simon's honeymoon phase I was even though it started off really good I will say out in the back of my mind me just being me I was like I wonder how long this gonna last you know like because, you know, Daphne and Simon's relationship is very complex. It's very, you know, it's it's never just smooth sailing. It's always ups and downs, highs and lows, twists and turns, dips and dives. It's always something. And so while watching them enjoy each other and be in this wedded bliss and this, that, and the third, I was like, what else? Or what is going to happen? Like, what what's going to come around the corner? Because I knew it was coming. I knew it was coming. I was like, Daphne going to find out something. Or he going to start acting this way. Or I didn't know what was going to happen. And I knew it wasn't going to last long. Did it? I'm not going to tell you. But Daphne and Simon's honeymoon phase, while it lasted, it did last, y'all. I'm not trying to, you know, ooh, did it last? I'm not trying to, like, you know, give it away. But when it lasted or... As it went on, I enjoyed it. So Daphne and Simon's honeymoon phase, pro for me. My next pro was the estate. Now, do not clock me because I do not know how to say um, the estate where the Duke and Duchess live. I, I tried, y'all. I tried to say it, and it just will not come out of my mouth correctly. And I, I just refuse to just be on here stuttering and bubbling like a fool trying to get his name of this estate together so we're just gonna call it the estate we're just gonna call it the bassett estate okay it's basically like a palace but you know we're gonna call it a estate because simon is just a duke all right so the estate was beautiful it was beautiful even though simon didn't really care about what it looked like or how it was decorated because it was his father's estate and we all know how simon feels about his father it was still very beautiful, very... I mean, of course, it was beautiful. It was grand. But it just, like... I don't know what it is about old, like, English structures or French structures for me. I just... It just... uh the grandeur. The... The... I, like, from the ceiling to the pillars to the art on the walls to where they were dining to their bedrooms I, to their garden you know the little uh, area where they go for entertainment where the piano forte is like oh we love a good estate we love a good estate here on the black box we love it so the estate definitely was a pro for me it is somewhere i would definitely like you know how some people uh, do like the trips where they go to visit places where their favorite TV shows or movies were shot. I would love to visit the estate, the Duke and Duchess's estate. That is like now on my bucket list of places to visit where my favorite movies and TV shows were shot. The estate, because it was beautiful. It was breathtakingly beautiful. Okay? Period. So the estate, definitely a pro. 
My next pro was Miss Marina clocking Miss Delacroix's fakeness. Now, if you don't know who Madame Delacroix is, she is the modiste for all the lords, and, or not lords, she mostly makes the dresses for the young ladies and their mothers, you know, of the high society. She is their, what is it, their seamstress, if you will. And, you know, she's quote-unquote French. She's trying to pass herself off as French, you know. And uh, Miss Marina, being who she is, being that girl, being, you know, Marina, she knows Miss Delacroix ain't French. So if you don't know, I am going to give a little bit of it away because y'all, come on now. The time has passed. You should have you watched it. You should have watched it. If you haven't, I'm going to try not to like... No, I'm sorry. Spoiler alert, spoiler alert. I was going to try to say, I'm not going to give too much away, but I am going to give a, a little bit. But it's not, like, super, super importante, you know? So, if you don't know, uh, or in the last episode, we found out that the Featheringtons are having some money problems because... We don't know why, but it's something to do with Lord Featherington. I don't think we know why yet. No, we do know why. We do know why. I'm not going to tell you why, but they are having some money problems, and it's because of Lord Featherington. So, with that happening, the Modiste, a.k.a. Uh, Madame Delacroix, she is telling the uh, Featheringtons, you know, because Lady Featherington, she's taking Marina there to be fitted for a dress for an occasion. And, uh... Delacroix is basically telling Lady Featherington, like, oh, you know, I can't really fit you or, you know, anybody else in the Featherington house unless you pay me your debts. Unless you, you know, hand over some funds so I can do what I need to, you know, do. Get the fabric I need to get, this, that, and the third. And so Lady Featherington is like, well, you know, can we just put it on tab? Can we put it on credit? Da, 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 da. And Madame Delacroix, she's over here trying to hustle. You know, she's like, no, I need my coin. I can't give you no dresses. I can't do no fittings. I can't take nothing in until I get my money, period. And Marina, knowing, you know, how pressing circumstances are in her situation, she's like, I don't have time for this. She very much spoke to Madame Delacroix in a French. She spoke to her in French, in Francois. Is that how you say it to all my French speakers? She uh, very much spoke French to her and was like, oh, I know you're not French. For real, for real. So, unless you want all these nice people to know that their favorite modiste, their favorite seamstress is a faker, is a liar to fake her, I suggest you bring these dresses up, period. And, of course, Madame Delacroix, knowing that she's been, she's been had, she's been beat, what does she do? She ring up the dresses, okay? She let Lady Featherington know that she, uh, she, it's okay, I, I got you. It's fine. I, I, it don't even worry about it. You just give it to me when you can. Very much like that. So, Marina Clark and Lady Delacroix and the fake Frenchness, she was like, please, please don't, please don't make me expose you to these unforgiving, privileged white ladies of society, girl. Please don't. They will send you back to the gutter. Don't, don't make me do it, because I don't want to do it. I don't want to do it to I don't want to do it to a fellow sister. That's what Marina said. And what did Madame Delacroix do? She she very much took the hint and rung them dresses up, okay? So Marina, Marina said she got to do what she got to do. She she ain't got time to haggle. She ain't got time. No. Stuff needs to get done, and it needs to get done right now. She wasn't playing. So Marina, Marina clocking Delacroix's fakeness. Pro. I was like, oh, okay, Marina. Marina said at all costs. It don't matter. It don't matter. Stuff stuff gonna get done. Per. Per, Marina said. Per. 
So that's a pro for me. My next pro is Colin. Uh, Colin is the... He is the second... Or let me not say it like that. He is the third oldest Bridgerton brother. So it's Anthony, Benedict, Colin, Daphne, Eloise. I, I think they have another sister in between uh, Eloise and their youngest sister, Hyacinth. Then it's Hyacinth, and then it's their littlest brother. I believe his name is Brandon. Ooh, child, that's eight kids. Lord have mercy. Bless Lady Bridgerton. But Colin, the uh, third oldest brother of the Bridgerton family, he is just such an upstanding gentleman. So for those of us who do know Marina's situation, um, Colin does not know. But Marina knows that Colin is a good man. He comes from a good family. He's loving. He already has an interest in Marina. So she's like, you know, this is the perfect opportunity for me to, you know, handle my business and make sure that I'm taken care of, point blank, period. And of course, Colin being the upstanding gent that he is, he gives Marina exactly what she wants, exactly what she needs. And we just, we love to see it. We, we love to see it. I, I, we love, but we don't love to see it. Let me put it like that. Because, you know, even though I understand Marina's predicament, you know, she's just trying to save herself. She's trying to, you know, find some silver lining in this situation that she's in but then at the same time it's like Colin is such a good man you know like I said he's such an upstanding gentleman that you hate to see him get duped like this but I mean you know at the end of the day he is it's kind of a win-win for both of them like you know Colin is getting the girl that he wants and Marina is getting you know a good situation out of her terrible situation you know so, uh, Colin is just all around good. He is so, like, he's such, like, a hopeless romantic. He is nothing like his other, his oldest two brothers. Like, Anthony, I'm just tired of Anthony altogether. He is just a lost cause with them big old ears, child. And Benedict, Benedict just want to have fun. He want to turn it up. He, he really not worried about nothing else that's going on with society and none of that. He trying to draw and be promiscuous and all that. But... Colin, beautiful, beautiful little Colin. He's like, I want to be in love. I want to be married. I want to be, you know, waking up to my wife and my children. I want to travel. Like, ah! Yes, Colin. Yes, yes, yes. So, Colin, he was definitely a pro for me in this episode. He told Marina, girl, I got you. I'm going to take care of you. You you need not worry, lift a finger about Nathan. That's what we like to see. That's a man taking care. You know, we like to see that. We like to see that. So, Colin, definitely a pro for me. And my last pro was the Eloise and Penelope makeup. Oh, we love to see best friends come back together, y'all. Point blank, period. We love to see it. Eloise and Penelope were fighting. They had like a little a tiff. They had a disagreement about something. Words were exchanged. Heated, heated words were exchanged, you know. It was sad. I think for one episode, they bumped into each other and they didn't say anything. They are just like, oh, I I was like, please make up, please. Y'all need each other. Y'all the only two people in y'all's world who understand each other. Please make up. They did, y'all. They made up, and I was so happy to see it. It's just something about when friends come back together. Because believe it or not, y'all, and I'm saying this from personal experiences, you think that relate like romantic breakups are hard? Go through a breakup with your friend. Well, don't go through a breakup with your friend is what I'm saying. But go, go if you ever, unfortunately, have to experience something like that, it takes a whole different toll on you. So just not being able to talk to that person or, you know, 
see eye to eye with that person or laugh or joke or anything that y'all used to do it is terrible y'all and so i can just tell when eloise and penelope when they were apart it was just painstaking for both of them because you know they're they're who each other confided about how dumb society is and how they wish they could be more than wives and mothers and ladies of society you know they they found solace in each other with that you know they been best friends since you know both of them been alive they live right next door to each other like oh uh, uh, uh. but to see them make up we love to see friendships come together and Oh, we love it. 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 So those are all of my pros. See, I told you I wasn't a lie. Cause I could have, I could have went, baby. This whole page would have been full if I could have kept going. But I was like, no, don't do that to them, girl. Give, give, give them what they want, but not too much. So I did. So those are all of my pros. Daphne and Simon's honeymoon phase, the estate, Marina clocking Delacroix's fakeness. Colin, such an upstanding gentleman, and Eloise and Penelope's make up. So those are my pros. My cons, let's get into my cons. I only have three, and they're, they're not too crazy. My first con is Penelope and her half snitching. Listen here, Miss Penelope. I like you. You cute. I love your little chubby face. It's giving what it's supposed to give. But let me tell you something. When you see a city girl plotting, like Miss Marina is over here trying to plot, Mind your business. Mind the business that pay you, Miss Penelope Featherington. Mind your business. Mind your business. And Marina's supposed to be your friend. But I understand, you know, why Penelope did what she did or, you know, why she said anything because, you know, she known Colin a long time. She obviously has feelings for Colin. But at the but in the same breath, <laughs> Penelope in the same breath as the Why would you what well, I just don't understand. Like, I just don't, I don't get it. I don't get it, girl. If you, if you was feeling him, you need to say something. You need to tell him, like, Colin, I feel a way for you. I've been feeling this way for you for a long time. But I think she kind of know Colin don't feel that way about her. But I think she's still kind of, like, holding out hope. But I don't know. But, girl, don't let your feelings be known by tearing the other girl down. That's not very female empowerment of you. That's not very feminist of you. You know, I don't like that. So Penelope half snitching on Marina. I was like, girl, because she was doing everything in her little power to try to break them up or, you know, make Marina choose somebody else. And Marina like, girl, do you not want me to have a good life? Do you not want my situation to be a good situation? And Penelope's like, oh, well, you know, Colin, he's very young. And she's like, girl, I'm young too. We all young up in here. Ain't nobody, <laughs> ain't nobody in their 20s at that girl. We all young up in this thing. Well, I think Daphne and Simon are in their 20s. Yes. Daphne and Simon are in their... Of course, Anthony and Benedict and all them, they well into their 20s. I think Daphne, she just turned like 21. And I mean, Simon is the same age as her brother Anthony, so he probably like, what, 26, 27. Uh, Eloise, I think she's like 18, 19. Okay, so they young, but they not, you know, like children. They're not like 16, 17 years old. But Penelope... We don't do the half snitching, babes. We we don't do the half snitching. We don't do no snitching of no kind. A pint size, a bite size snitch, no. Keep it to yourself. Mind your business. Mind your business. Penelope. Oh, she made me so mad with that. I was like, girl, if you reveal Marina's secret, we gonna fight. We gonna fight, Penelope. We gonna fight. 
She, I thought that's what she was about to do. I thought she was about to reveal what was going on with Marina to Colin. And I was like, oh, Penelope, that's some hating. That's hating. That's what haters do. That's hate. That's hate. Don't do that. Yeah, she didn't. She halfway snitched. I was like, girl. Penelope, go sit down. Go to the drawing room and sit down with your yellow dress on. Go. Yeah, but anyway, that's my first con. Penelope half snitching. My next con is Daphne's naivete. Now, like it said in the overview, on her honeymoon, Daphne discovers just how uninformed she is about the physical aspects of the marital bed. Child, not only did Daphne not know. So, those of us who do know, Simon's situation about kids or whatever, we know how he feels about them and, you know, things of that nature. <sighs> Poor Daphne. <laughs> mean to laugh but poor Daphne she just didn't know nothing she didn't know I mean and you know Simon didn't make her feel guilty for it or anything but she pretty much didn't know how like consummating a marriage works like she just she just didn't know and so you know every time her and Simon you know did what they did and it came time for him to do what he do you know, he couldn't do what he do to her because, you know, he's just not, he's not trying to do that. He's like, no, girl, I can't give you what you want. So, <laughs> poor Daphne, she just thinking like, oh, it's like a physical condition. Like, you know, it hurts him. Like, she, poor Daphne, she didn't know nothing. She didn't know nothing about the, I'm just, I'm not going to say it because I'm going to try to keep it PG. I'm going to use like, what is it, acronym. She didn't know nothing about the, the PO method. She didn't know nothing about it. And that just sucks because I'm like, uh, her mom, I feel like her mom just very much kept them in the dark. Or kept Daphne. I'm sure she's doing that to all her daughters. She just kept Daphne like in the dark about like what goes on between a man and a woman. And I feel like that was kind of selfish of her because I know she probably was just trying to protect Daphne. You know, well, some people, if you know about it, you're going to want to experiment and things like that. But, you know, you got to trust your child and the way you raise them to know that they're not going to do anything prematurely or before they're ready or, you know, things like that. So, Lady Bridgerton, she just left my girl Daphne out of the wilderness to the wolves to just figure it out on her own, just figure out what a man and a woman is supposed to do. My poor girl Daphne, she was humiliated. She was like, after she found out, you know, what, what was tea, and after she found out why Simon was doing what he was doing, and she found out the truth. Poor Daphne, she was just so heartbroken. She was so hurt. She was like, I'm over here thinking it's a physical thing. But really, you over here capable, you just don't want to. You just don't want to. Poor Daphne. Daphne's naivete. So, I'm not even really mad at Daphne. I'm more so mad at her mom. Because I'm like, girl, you doing all this to make sure your daughter get married. Can you at least let her know what goes on in married life? Please. I know you was leading by example with your husband. But your husband been gone for a long time now. You got you to gotta inform her. Anything that's left unsaid or unspoken, you, you got to tell her. You got to let her know. So... I'm going to scratch that out. I'm not going to say Daphne's naivete. I'm going to say Lady Bridgerton's lack of informing. Let me put it like that. Let me put it like that. <sighs> so, that's my second con. And my last con was that Marina's secret was revealed. So, even though Penelope didn't reveal the secret, the secret was revealed in the Whistledown, in Lady Whistledown's uh, latest article. And I was just very sad. 
I was like, oh, man. I thought she was going to get away with it. I thought, like, the, the season was going to go by. I was like, okay, girl, you about to, it's about to be handled. Because, you know, if she did get away with it and she did end up, you know, marrying Colin, you know, the next season, it would have just been even spicier because, you know, she got to hide that and this, that, and the third. So I was like, you know, okay, city girls make a wish like Ray J. Okay, I was like, come on, Marina, she wants to get away with it. <sighs> of course, the devil rears his ugly head. And I was like, now, if I find out that Penelope then told Lady Whistledown that this girl pregnant, so this is making me think that somebody within the inner circle of the either the Bridgertons, the Featheringtons, or, you know, it's making me think it's one of them that's Lady Whistledown. You feel what I'm saying? Because only a select few knew about that. You feel what I'm saying? Only a select few knew what, what, what was tea. What was tea, you know? So that's making me think that it's somebody real close to the circle. Real close. Real close. I have an idea who it is. You feel what I'm saying? I mean, at this point, I know because I've watched the whole thing. But when I was watching this episode, I kind of, I had an idea. I was like, girl, it's you. It's you. I knew it. I'm not going to say it because I'm going to let y'all watch the episode and figure it out. But when you see, you're going to be like, girl, only a few people knew that. Only a few people knew that. So, yeah, those are all of my cons. Penelope half-snitching. I I crossed out Daphne's naivete because, you know, Daphne can't help that she naive. It's her mama's fault. So, Lady Bridgerton's lack of informing Daphne. That's my next con. And my last con is that Marina's secret was revealed. My overall rating for this episode, I gave it an 8 out of 10. I absolutely enjoyed, enjoyed the episode. I think after this, y'all, we only have two more episodes left of Bridgerton. I know, I know, I know, I know. And I just have so much planned for you guys for the rest of um, February for the Black Review. Because, you know, February is the month of love. It is the month of Black history. So we are about to get into some Black love, point blank, period. Are you with your mama, not me? But that'll wrap up my birthday edition of the Black Review. I'm so happy that I got to share my birthday with y'all doing something that i absolutely love 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 to do i love sitting here and gabbing with you guys about you know tv shows and movies and i just i just love doing it it's my passion and i'm so glad that y'all are here to share with me in this moment on my 24th year of life so i hope y'all enjoyed today's show if you did don't forget to hit me up on my social media share the link in my bios both of my bios on my social media if you enjoyed today's show leave me a comment dm me something y'all interact with me i love when y'all interact with me it gives me so much joy and lets me know that i have a purpose in doing this so follow me on all my social medias i did make a separate social media for the black box so my twitter is still the same it's still t-h-e-e underscore b-l-a-q box that's my twitter my instagram for the black box is just t-h-e-e-e so three e's underscore black box that is my Instagram for the black box. Go follow me on there. Look for the link in the bio. I am going to start posting on there a lot more, you know, leading up to the black reviews on Friday. But if you want to follow my personal Instagram, which, you know, is already activated, already has, you know, pictures and everything. It's B-I-G-G dot C-I. That's my personal Instagram. Follow me on there if you would like to see more of this beautiful, luscious 
face and body, okay? But follow the Black Box social medias, y'all. Show us some love. And I thank you guys so much for tuning in today. Don't forget to come back next Friday because y'all already know we're going to be back with another Bridgerton Review Episode 7. I can't wait to see y'all. Can't wait to hear from y'all. Happy birthday to me. I'm about to go out and celebrate this day, which the Lord has made. A queen was born on this day, y'all. Y'all already know what it is. Shout out to my mama and my daddy for making a queen. Okay, period. But this has been the Black Review on the Black Box. Till next Friday, kings and queens, I love y'all. Bye.